0: Grow Great is a city government leadership podcast with Lisa Norris and me, Randy Cantrell. Each week we share insights, experiences, and wisdom to help you and your leadership grow great. Our website is growgreat.com. Hi, Randy Cantrell here. Uh, Welcome to Grow Great, the podcast. Lisa is fine. Uh, She is in the midst of... uh, hiring and you you guys in HR, you, you understand the difficulties of sometimes she and I doing this together. So I promise you, she will be back shortly. I want to talk with you about the high value of saying it out loud. Uh, it was Albert Einstein that said, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. I'm not a genius. He was, uh, but I might modify it. If you can't or you won't explain it where it can be understood, then you don't understand it well enough. I heard um, Herminia Ibera. I'm probably butchering that name. I'll put a hyperlink in the show notes. Just go to growgreat.com. This is a Yale-educated PhD in organizational behavior. And talking about the value of saying it out loud or saying it to somebody that you're not even that close to. And she meant by that, having to explain it to somebody who doesn't know you so well, or having to say it out loud. So it makes sense to you as you're hearing yourself say it, that can help you better figure out your story. Well, I set up pretty straight and thought to myself and I may have even uttered it out loud. Yes. Yes. That's exactly how I feel. Um, Do you talk to yourself? I, I, I do. And I don't mean like this because I'm talking to you, uh, but I do talk out loud probably every day and I've done it all of my life. And this is exactly why to figure things out. I know firsthand the power of saying things out loud. I mean, after all, I was, I was doing this long before podcasting was invented In the late 90s, I began recording some thoughts under the banner, Leaning Toward Wisdom. If you care and you're curious, you can find it at leaningtowardwisdom.com. And it was largely an effort to figure things out and figure them out loud. And I was doing it at the time because I had a microphone. I was interacting with people at the time using Skype. And I recorded it and uploaded it to the internet because my kids were in high school. And I thought you know, it's just time to pass some stuff on and even share kind of the struggles and what I'm trying to figure out. And I've been doing that podcast now for a few decades and I can affirm the value of saying things out loud. It can help us clarify things and it can also help those people who may hear us say it out loud. It can help them better understand. And if they fail to understand it can give us opportunities to, okay, let me see if I can say that better. You know, sometimes I will say things. And I'm like, okay, I don't even understand what that means. There's no way anybody else can. Hopefully that's not happening here. We want to better understand ourselves. We want to better understand each other. We want other people to better understand us. We want to better understand other people. I mean, come on, it sure beats misunderstanding. If you are a subscriber to our show, you already know the, the leadership recipe ingredient and the final ingredient is compassion, which can only result when we understand each other. Because otherwise, what we have is, frankly, is what we have happening in modern culture, and that is horrific critical judgment. Writing to figure things out. Do you write? I'm a lifelong letter writer. Now today, that is such an old school way to go, but I still do it on occasions. Uh, My wife recently celebrated a birthday and I always write her a letter on her birthday or our anniversary, some other kind of special occasion. When we started dating, we were 18 years old. And we lived hours and hours apart from each other. We were working, we were going to college, and we wrote letters every day. And I have long maintained that all of that letter writing that we did for the better part of three years before we got married helped us figure ourselves out. Now, people can talk about long-distance relationships and all that, and I get it. But for she and I, writing these letters, pouring your heart out, Uh, There was just reviewing all the events of your day and of your life and all the other things that you're trying to convey to this person that you're deeply in love with. Putting that on paper, literally, helped us distill it all. We were young people in love who were trying to figure this out. And I, I maintain now as an old guy, I think all that letter writing helped us do that. Uh, For me, and I have since learned for other people, writing and thinking are very connected. Saying it out loud, writing it, if you please, it helps us think. I've written for as long as I can remember, so I confess that I have got a positive bias for the activity of writing. Now, you may not. But in adulthood, I have read and studied and I have learned how common it is for people who are attempting to figure something out to write. And people erroneously think that we write to convey something because we've already figured it out. And it stands to reason that we conclude that because of all the books that are written and the articles that are written and published. And we assume, okay, well, they're, they're writing this because they've already thought this all out. And this is their viewpoint, or this is the truth. And now they're conveying that, uh, but that's not quite how it goes. More often than not, we are writing while we're thinking, while we're developing it, while we're trying to figure it out and saying it out loud or saying it on paper or on a screen helps us think about it more deeply and hopefully more clearly. So I began to think about the difference in how we write now for me, my default way of writing, I write like I speak. I don't know where that comes from. It's just kind of the way it goes, but that may or may not be the case for you. You know, we commonly can tell a difference when something is written to be read or when something is written to be read aloud. And I don't know. Maybe it's having studied broadcast journalism uh, in college. I'm not sure. I did it before that. So I'm really not sure where it comes from. For example, we commonly will use contractions when we're speaking. Instead of saying I am or we have or do not, we say I'm, we've, don't. Um, uh, but we may write out, I am, we may write out, we have, we may write out, do not. They mean the same thing, but when you say it out loud, they sound very different. And then there are times that we write it and we even read it, not contractions, just things in general. We don't even understand what we wrote. You ever have that happen to you? I think any of us who've written anything at all. We've certainly, we've written sentences and in our head, we've, we've included certain words, but we realize we didn't type that word out. We, we omitted a word and now the sentence doesn't make sense. We know what we were trying to say. And so we have to go back and we have to edit. I have written complete paragraphs. I've written pages (laughs) thinking that I was making perfect sense only to go back and to reread. And discover, okay, I've left a verb out here. I've used the wrong tense there, passive voice all over the place. But when you say it out loud, we realize that all that brilliance that we thought we were putting on paper, it's just gibberish. Writing's great. Saying out loud, I think, is even better because we know if we're making sense or not. And then the editing can continue while we continue to try to refine our thoughts and refine our ability to accurately convey those thoughts. Here's the bottom line point to all of this. It's about figuring it out. Our leadership journey can be summed up in that activity. We are trying to figure this out. We're not all on the same path. We're not all on the same timeline. But that doesn't mean that we can't learn from one another, and it doesn't mean that there aren't some common denominators in good, great, effective leadership if we will remain committed to our growth. Because improvement's the goal. Finding some way forward to our better self, that's always the objective. And yes, tomorrow can always be better. This afternoon can be better. I'm often asked how I formed my notions of leadership. And it's it's a complex thing, I suppose, because each of us each of us are a distillation of who we innately are, coupled with all the experiences that we've had, all the people that have been a part of our life. And then there's this major sprinkling of how we see the world. And how we see our place in the world, and then pile on top of all that our natural abilities, our interests, those things that we naturally care about. That's why leadership is not this precise science where one size fits all. You will not find episodes on our podcast where Lisa and I talk ad nauseum about you must do this, you must do that. We have figured out my leadership which Lisa edited to become a recipe because I always viewed it as a progression. But this leadership recipe is always in play because since I was 27 years old, you can tell by looking, I'm not 27 anymore. I figured out these ingredients were always in play. I found them always to be in play. Anytime that I was operating at my best as a leader, anytime I was studying anybody else, whether I knew them directly or I knew them through reading about them, these were always, always, always in play. It didn't matter the style of personality that the person had. It didn't matter their communication style. I found that these five ingredients of humility, curiosity, knowledge, understanding, and compassion, they were always present in some measure. And so I spent my professional leadership life testing these things putting pressure on these things, proving these things. And they never failed. And here I am today, an old guy trying to teach them to other people, you. And all of these things are adaptable to the way people roll. Personalities don't matter. Backgrounds don't matter. Communication styles don't matter to each her own. And it was through writing and thinking and saying it out loud, that I was able to discover that leadership is a very unique journey for all of us. That's why it's urgent for us to get on with this journey as quickly as we possibly can so that we can learn to leverage that uniqueness that we all have to grow great and help others grow too. Question, if we can serve others, shouldn't we? Yes. Yes, we should. And serving others means that we need to say things out loud directly to them. It's how we express our love for our family. It's how we express our sorrow to those who grieve. It's how we encourage those people who might be struggling and going through something. It's how we correct those who may not know they did something wrong, who may not know how to fix something. It's how we elevate performance when we express it and when we allow others to express it to us. That's how we learn. Now, if a tree falls in a forest, we can philosophically wonder if it makes a sound, does it make a sound if nobody's there to hear it? I think a more practical thought is if we are able to help somebody, how can we do that if we are not willing to say it out loud to them? Could you have learned anything from a school teacher who didn't speak to you? Could you have improved or learned from your first or any other boss if they never said anything to you? So here's my challenge, and I would ask you to prove me wrong. Try to improve without thinking about writing and saying out loud how you can improve yourself. And secondly, try to help others improve without communicating as directly as possible with those that you are trying to help grow. Leadership is still about influence. It's a focus on others after we focus on our own improvement. Oh, by the way, focusing on our own improvement, that never stops. But as we learn some things and as we pressure test some things, we are able to pass some things on. And then we keep learning and we keep passing it on. And then thirdly, leadership is about doing for others what they're unable to do for themselves. Hey, I appreciate you guys a whole lot. Uh, the time and attention that you give us every week is remarkable and amazing and well, we love it. We love the fact that we're able to help so many of you in your own leadership journey. And you're all at a different place and you're all going through something that uniquely is yours, but just know this, we're all in this together and we can make a positive difference no matter who we are and no matter where we are. Thanks for watching and listening to grow great, a city government leadership podcast release and Norris. I'm Randy Cantrell be well, do good. Grow Great. The website is growgreat.com.